Well, thanks. It's uh, really an honor to be here today. Uh, as, uh, as in the introduction we were saying, we're actually leaving for Australia tomorrow on our trade mission, and so you get uh, me to give the state of uh, uh, Minnesota agriculture. The governor's got more things to do uh, before we leave tomorrow than I do, and so. Um, but he sends his greetings, and we're really looking forward to our to our trip. So, you know, I think it's really interesting when you uh, look at the state of agriculture uh, in Minnesota. Um, you know, it's an honor to serve as uh, commissioner of agriculture, and I I'm always going to tell you the state of agriculture is great. Uh, and and you'll hear in a minute. You know, we'll talk about uh, different things and everything. But I always look at myself as the uh, you know, as the agriculture commissioner, one of your big roles is to be the chief cheerleader for our farmers, for our companies. And, you know, I look around this room and I know so many of you very well, I've known many of you for a long time. And I'm always really proud to tell that story from our smallest farms to our largest farms uh, to all of our companies. Uh, we're all independent, or interdependent. And so I, I think it's very uh, exciting to, to see. So, uh, when, we, when I think about uh, agriculture uh, in the state of Minnesota, I always start by, uh, let me see, I can't see the screen here, so hopefully. All right, I, I don't have any jokes to like fill, uh, fill in. You know, the previous commissioner, he was always loaded with Ole and Lena jokes, and, and uh, you know, and so I always try to... Uh, uh, think through this. First, I also want to thank agri-growth as we look at this. And you think about agri-growth and how important it is to have uh, agri-growth uh, council. And you look at the opportunity for me as commissioner to have one central area where I can communicate when we can talk. In COVID, that came in really handy when we needed to, you know, talk uh, through things. So all of the things that agri-growth does, the Tamara, uh, that Corey uh, and uh, Nikki and the team do, it provides a lot of help uh, to, uh, to uh, being commissioner. Well, as uh, hopefully they're getting them loaded up, I'll just kind of start in uh, in uh, agriculture, and you can just imagine the slides that we're going with, and then we can catch up as we get going here. So uh, when I look at Minnesota, I always start with farmers, and I'm always going to start with farmers. Uh, we, you know, in Minnesota, it's interesting to understand the numbers behind agriculture. 5.7 million people in the state we have 67,100 farms. So 67,100 farm families uh, out there. And you think about that, what, it, what makes you a farmer in Minnesota or the USDA? $1,000 worth of gross income. I'm Tom Peterson. I sell a couple of horses, uh, a load of hay, a goat. Uh, I'm one of those thousand. And we need everybody, we, that, you know, as, as I said. And so really important to uh, have all of those. But when you drill down farther, you know, into uh, where the farming is in the state and everything from those farms, it's really impressive what it generates in our state. And so you see, if you had the great slide here, $106 billion in sales per year. And, and the one other thing I think is really interesting is we look at sustaining those farms. I feel like the state of Minnesota has invested wisely into our programs to bring in that next generation. We know the average farmer in the state of Minnesota looks a lot like me, but our state has invested in our rural finance authority with our beginning farmer loans, our number one loan that we partner with Compeer and others on to help that next generation. 
are beginning farmer tax credit, our down payment assistance, our farm link programs, are all things that ensure that we are uh, positioning ourselves to pass that next generation, as, uh, as Mr. Schiefelbein just said. One other thing that I always have that's great on the slide, but you're going to miss it, is uh, how close we are in our crops and our livestock. We balance really nice. This year is probably one of the, the few times we're a little more out of balance and our crop value is much higher than our uh, livestock sector uh, value. But they're still very strong and they're both very independent on each other. And so I always think that that's really ex exciting. Oh, here we go. All right. All right, so we're catching up here. So you can see the, uh, the, uh, the crop sector, 15.8 billion, 10.2 billion. In my career, I've always watched that, where most years, it's about a half a billion one way or another. And, uh, you know, as you look at what's doing well and what's not. And so, and then, of course, all the jobs that it supports and exports being up. We'll talk about that again in a minute. I also think it's important as commissioner and, and uh, cheerleader to say, you know, where we rank. We rank in the top 10 in nearly everything, uh, you know, except for cotton, rice, peanuts, things like that. But we actually met a farmer this year who's growing peanuts on a pretty big scale in Minnesota. So, but number one in sugar beets, just seeing what a great year that uh, sugar beets had. Turkeys, we're very proud. The uh, turkeys from the White House are going to get to, uh, are going to be Minnesota turkeys this year. And, uh, We'll be uh, presenting the turkey uh, to the governor when we get back this week. And it's, you know, it's been challenging for turkeys this year with HPAI, and we really thank the partnerships and everything that they go into. Number two in hogs, you know, and you look at those high-value crops like hogs, corn, soybeans. I'm going to be followed by the Canadian consul. You think about how important that is to our upper Midwest area. We, on some years, we almost import a million piglets a year from Canada. So you look at how important this all is. Corn, soybeans, I always have fun with my other commissioners, secretaries, and directors about, I think we jumped ahead of Nebraska this year in corn, and so uh, we're always trying to, uh, you know, be proud of th those, but you look at uh, the important crops that we have. Well, so this is a dangerous slide to have, but uh, I wanted to also highlight as commissioner, you know, we really celebrate when we're talking nationally and as we go to Australia and we say, why pick Minnesota uh, for, uh, uh, for, to come here and do business? And it's great to have companies that we have here that are legacy companies co and co-ops that, um, that we can point to and success and we can say, you know, that we have five of the uh, uh, 15, you know, of the Fortune 500 companies, our ag and food companies listed right here in Minnesota. And 15 of our nation's top 100 co agriculture co-ops are here in Minnesota. So that's a good story to tell. It helps us and we appreciate that they choose to headquarter here in Minnesota. I also think it's really important as we look at agriculture and the state of agriculture that we recognize that the state of Minnesota is changing, uh, and you can argue some rapidly, and we think about what's ahead for the future as we think about uh, issues that the speakers before have talked to us. That's amazing to add another 850,000 people by 2070. You think about, we're going to do that with less land, too, as we look at uh, sprawl and other pressures on that, and so we need people in this room to be thinking about and putting that forward. 
We also uh, look at our, our population uh, being 78% non-Hispanic white, that that is changing and communities of color are driving our population growth. So if you've uh, uh, been and seen my presentations a lot, you get the uh, Tom Peterson, there's challenges and opportunities speech. And uh, you know, as I got into being commissioner, I learned really quickly, my wife told me, you gotta balance everything. Cause I'd say like one day, it's like, I can't believe this is happening. But then I'll, a few minutes later, I'll say, oh, there's this great thing that's going on. And so we look at that every day that I can tell you that every call and many of you in this room have either been a challenge or an opportunity and many of you have been both. And uh, so, um, and you know who you are. So, uh, but we look at those challenges that we have. I don't really have to tell anybody in this room what they are, right? Uh, declining rural population, workforce, we had daycare, permitting, uh, uh, water-related issues, transportation bottlenecks, weather extremes, uh, continued periods of drought. Um, you know, and, and really good to see our crop coming in this year, uh, still pretty much a challenge in my area. But, you know, to see uh, what I call farmers and they call me about something, I'll say, hey, how's you're doing even here today? And they'll say, you know, better than expected. You know, with the drought we had, that's, that's you know, good news for our state. Dairy also, you know, is a challenging year. Not my favorite year for dairy. The, the folks in this room know that. It's good to see it on the rebound, but continuing to work and build that out. And then, of course, our animal diseases are, uh, you know, as we look at high path and uh, deal with that. And again, in Minnesota, you know, I'm really proud of the partnerships we have with the growers, the board, the companies, and it's helped us address that and get through it. And as we prepare for uh, if we had the potential to get uh, high path avian influenza. So then just looking at opportunities, there's always a lot, I feel, you know, an increased uh, um, focus on trade. I was always interested in what they have. I can see it as commissioner with the calls and the interests we get. We're going to Australia. And uh, as we do these trade missions, uh, it's always interesting where people contact us. We had two people this morning call with companies that are in Minnesota companies or have connections that want to meet with us, that want to talk to us about opportunities. Agri-growth, the soybean growers, others helped us expand our trade office this year. We have a, phen a phenomenal trade office within the Department of Agriculture and staff. There's other things that are good about Minnesota that are helpful is the increased uh, opportunities in Duluth with the Hanson-Mueller opening up with the uh, expansion for shipping containers and sending uh, uh, edible beans, for example, to Europe and looking at that possibility as we look. We also have other trade missions planned and, uh, you know, and looking forward to those. If any of you are ever interested, we lead our own missions with uh, the Department of uh, with DEED, and then we also do USDA missions, and so you can always talk to us about that. And of course, working with our, our, our top, uh, two of our top three partners, Mexico and Canada, and really excited that you're gonna hear from Beth Richardson in a minute. I can tell you how important that relationship with Canada is to have that. It helps us a lot through COVID, trucking. Uh, the hardest thing I ever had was that we had a, a Ram, a uh, sheep, not a Dodge truck, that was stuck uh, kind of in no man's land between the two countries. And it's always interesting to see how many calls or any things, but a lot of times that's what the departments do and the consulates can help us out with. <clears throat> Business expansion in Minnesota. You know, I always are gonna talk about the, the opportunities and the things that we've seen and some of the ones we've done lately is to see the startup of the Ag Innovation Campus, 
on the Crookston campus, working with the soybean growers, AURI, and others. Uh, Bongard's growth in Purim, the latest uh, uh, announcement of the ADM's partnership with uh, Solugen and Marshall. Uh, great opportunities, as we see. One other thing the Walls administration is working hard on is to address uh, uh, issues such as permitting with large-scale companies or business expansions. And so we have an entity called Minnesota Business First Stop, where our agencies that regulate businesses come together so that we're communicating about the Department of Ag might be doing grants, uh, MnDOT might be doing the road, PCA might be doing the permitting, so that we're all working together on these programs. And so we know there's uh, issues there, um, you know, and things we can address, but I want you to know that we have a plan and that's how we're working on that. I also just want to mention a couple other things that I see as big uh, I, uh, things that are coming forward is uh, like uh, protein, uh, our uh, great work that the University of Minnesota, uh, Mankato, Southwest State, our ag programs at Ridgewater, all give me hope about the, uh, the future of agriculture that we have. I also want to mention that we have uh, within our Department of Agriculture, um, you know, uh, taken on a hemp and cannabis. Uh, and I'm not going to spend much time on there, but I think it's something that we need to look at. We see some good uh, businesses coming in on the hemp side, and cannabis is going to be something that businesses in here will, will deal with one way or another. And the Department of Agriculture, we continue to work through that couple other just slides that I want to mention. A big uh, piece for our administration that uh, working with business, we talked about sustainability and partnerships, is uh, climate support. The department is uh, part of the uh, governor's uh, working on the Minnesota climate framework and uh, as how we address climate. And we look at the opportunities for that. We look at the work that the companies are doing here in this room. I, I'm very proud of that. And so some of the things that we're seeing are uh, sustainable aviation fuel, soil health assistance grants, biofuels infrastructure grants, and hiring a co climate coordinator for the department. And our water certification program too, also we're seeing a lot of interest in that. And we have a climate endorsement in that. And that's, I, I think, also really helpful. I also want to give a shout out to Pat Luneman from the Agricultural Board. Uh, Pat has just announced, to, we're announcing today that Pat's been reappointed to the Governor's Advisory Council on Climate Change. And uh, we all owe Pat a debt of gratitude for the time that he spent on that the last couple of years, really bringing common sense approach and telling agricultural story about climate and the opportunities that are there and the things that are workable. So I, I really do thank Pat for his uh, work on that. Uh, finally, I just wanna say uh, ex expanded support for uh, farmers that we're doing. We talked about our changing state and so we've established a one of a kind in the nation emerging farmers office and we've named a new director and a grant specialist to help those farmers that are uh, new to our, our state, new to farming, and we're really excited to see a lot of the proposals and things uh, going on with that. Our Rural Finance Authority, uh, again, I already mentioned the beginning uh, farmer loan program and the down payment assistance. And I always wanna make sure people are aware of the grants and the business opportunities that our department has. So you can always just Google Minnesota Department of Agriculture loans and grants, and you'll get a list of all of the grants and loans that we have available, and we make sure that there's contacts on all of those lists. 
I also am really proud of our grants team and our business team. We have many of them here tonight that work with you in working to expand business in Minnesota to keep the state of agriculture uh, well. I just want to end by, uh, by saying thank you again to AgriGrowth, to all of you in this room. A lot of times I, uh, we want to serve as uh, uh, help to you, that we can be uh, uh, help and make sure that everything uh, runs as smoothly as possible. And so we try to be as accessible. I try to travel, get out to your businesses, get out to your farms. Our staff tries to do that. We try to make ourselves available as much as we can. And I appreciate the work that all of you do and, and working with me to help me do my job better, to help keep the state of agriculture in Minnesota strong. Thank you.